We are beginning a new Chumash this week, and therefore we are back in Chelek Yud Zayin for another round. This is a very beautiful Sikha, it's a Rashi Sikha, which explains this Rashi that we're going to learn very beautifully. And then there's a very Gishmake Yenashal Teira, very Gishmake lesson that is learned and understood from this Rashi. We are talking about an Eilas Ha'ayf. An oila, a carbon oila that is brought with a bird. First, the parasha talks about an oila that's brought from an animal, either a sheep or a goat. And then the Pasik talks about an oila that comes from a bird, or, or a bird that is used for an oila. We are learning Lilinishmas Rabyasif Binyamin Benad Binasha Kaltman. In Pasik Vikrivi Akayan Alamizbeach, Omala Kesraisha, Vihiktira Mizbecha, Vinimsa Dhamma Al Kira Mizbeach. The Pasik says the Kayan will bring it. Close to the Mizbeach, Malak, it's Reisha in English, the translation of Malak is to nip its head. It's a form of severing the head from the back with a finger. And the blood will be squeezed out on the wall of the Mizbeach. This is the Pasik. Rashi quotes the words, and explains Lashon Mitz Apayim. This is the same word, Venimtza. What does the word Venimtza mean? It's from the word Mitz Apayim, which I'll explain in a moment. Ki Efes Hamates, another Pasik that speaks about the word, that uses the word Mates. And then Rashi explains, Kaivish Beis Hashchita Al Kira Mizbeach, Vahadam Mismat He presses the neck of the bird against the wall of the Mizbeach, and the blood. Uh, uh, gets squeezed out, and drips down the wall. Let's just go back to these psukim for a minute. Lashon um, Mitzapayim is a pasik in Mishlei. It's important to understand the context of the psukim because they are going to become relevant later in the Sikha. The pasik in Mishlei says, Mitzchal of the juice, or what is extracted from milk, produces uh, a butter. Mitzdam Yetzi'af, that which is pressed out of the nose, uh, produces blood and meets apayim that which is pressed out of the anger yitziriv creates a strife or a conflict. So meets the word meets is the is 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 the pressing of something from something. So vinimtsa comes from the word meets, which means to extract, to press and extract the blood from the bird. Then the pasuk brings another. And then Rashi means the other Pasuk, Ki Efes HaMates. Ki Efes HaMates, and that Pasuk is saying that the time of plenty, the time of wealth has ended. And the euphemism for wealth is the word mates, which, which is referring to milk. Because milk is expressed or, or, or squeezed from the cow, from the cow or, the, or the sheep or the goat. So mates is referring to milk that is being pressed from the animal. So, and Pasuk is saying, the time of plenty, the time of a lot of milk is ended, has come to an end. So there again, the word mates is referring to milk, which is squeezed from the animal, which is a raya, that the word vinimtsa means to squeeze and extract. 
The Pashtus. Kum drasha da abtatach in the word venimza. Seemingly Rashi is coming to explain the word, to translate the word venimza. Avart was stated in free in a chumish. It's not a word that's pre- previously used in the chumish. Un is bechlal nitzragal vatayin is not a common word at all. The Rebbe is a mefarish, it does his lush and mitza paim, kiefes amates. And the Farashi says that venimza means to squeeze and to extract. And he brings the two rayas from the words mitza paim and from the words kiefes amates. However, we have to understand, if this is the purpose of Rashi, if Rashi is only coming to translate the word Venimtsa, this will raise six questions. Aleph. What is their kishor from their hasbara gleich nachtem kaivish beis hashchita al kira mizbeach v'adam ismatzav yeded zum uptight from vart v'nimtza? What's the connection between what Rashi says in the second part of Rashi that you press the neck against the wall to squeeze out the blood with the first part of Rashi, which is the translation of the word v'nimtza? But Rashi zotzei behem shechad. What is the connection between the two for which Rashi would put them in one continuous flow? If Rashi intends to describe how the blood was extracted or squeezed out, then it should have been a separate Rashi. One Rashi to touch the word Venimtsa, and another Rashi to explain how the Venimtsa is done. But but seemingly, Rashi, but Rashi puts them in the same Rashi. Seemingly, there's a connection between the two parts. And the question is, what is that connection? Bez, second question. Why does Rashi have to bring two psukim as a proof to the meaning of the word venimtsa? Why does Rashi not suffice with one pasuk, one raya? Gimel. Why does Rashi choose specifically these two examples of the word mitz or mates or connected to Venimtsa? There are other words in Tanakh, other psukim in Tanakh that also use this word or the word with this shayrish. And some of these are even earlier in the in the Tanakh, before Yeshaya or before Mishlei. And seemingly, Rashi should bring from an earlier part of Tanakh rather than from a later part of Tanakh. Dalit Nachman. This question is much stronger. The in Mishlei, from Vanantar bring them Lashon Mitzapayim, in Mishlei, which is the source of Rashi's example for Mitzapayim, and is the Rashi Mevayer, as the Lashon Mitz, is Kmevayom and Stalvegeimer, Vashtet Friyer in Sheftim. Rashi, to explain Mitzah Paim in Mishlei, brings a Pasuk from Sheftim, where it says, tal. Over there it says, uh, in, Parsh, in, in, in the Navi Sheftim, it's talking about Gidon, and Gidon wanted to know if the Ebishter is going to bring, is going to help him, is going to bring uh, 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 salvation. So it says that what he did is, he laid out a piece of wool on the ground, and he said in the morning, if the wool is wet and everything around it is dry, then that is a simon, a sign that the Abishter is going to help us. And then it came the next morning and he squeezed out the piece of wool. The yamet's tal and the dew uh, oozed out, the, oud, the dew was extracted and it filled up a bucket um, of water. So he does the lesson of Ayamet's towel, Ayamet's that he extracted the towel or he squeezed out the towel, the dew from the from the piece of wool. So Rashi uses this pasik 
from Shoftim in Mishlei as a Raya that meets Apayim means to squeeze out. So the question is, not only like we asked the question Gimel, why does Rashi choose these Psukim? Specifically, we're asking, why does Rashi not choose the Pasuk of Ayam Etzal from Shevtim? Vibald Aleph, number one, sees Far Mishle. First, on the order of Tanakh, Shevtim comes before Mishle. Beis, Tempirush in Mishle, Vesman Leid Rashi for Shevtim. The whole way we understand what Mitzapayim means in Mishle is from Vayam Etzal and Shevtim. So if Rashi says, Eloshim Mitzapayim, the person's going to go to Mishle, open up the Mishle, see Mitzapayim, sorry, Rashi over here says, Lost Mitzapayim, exactly. So, so the person's going to look in Mishle to see what Mitzapayim means. He's, so Rashi's going to tell him, go look in Shevtim, where it says Vayam Etzal, and that's how you'll know what Mitzapayim means. So why does Rashi here send us to Mishle? And then we'll have to go to Shevtim. Why does Rashi not send us directly to Shaftim. So not only are we asking why does Rashi choose the Sukkim, we're asking why does Rashi not choose the Pasuk and Shaftim. And hey, if question five is another very interesting question. In the Gebracht Rais Atzman, in the very Rais that Rashi does bring, Bring the freer the raya for mitzvah payim v'shtet in mishlei. We need the pasuk here as a mitzvah v'shtet freer in Yeshaya. Rashi himself brings mishlei before Yeshaya. In the order of Tanakh, Yeshaya comes before mishlei, and yet Rashi brings the raya from mishlei first. Vav in the ersten pasuk for mishlei. In the first pasuk that Rashi brings, which is from mishlei, v'shtet freer far mitzvah payim tzvei modeloshen mitz. The very Pasuk that Rashi is bringing of Mitzapayim has the word Mitz twice in the Pasuk before the word Mitzapayim. First he says the Mitzchal of Yetzichema, that the, the, uh, what is pressed out of the milk produces butter. Then it says Mitzaf Yetzidam, what's pressed out of the nose, what comes out of the nose is blood. And then there's a third Mitz, Mitzapayim Yetzidiv, that the, when you press out the anger it creates an argument, a fight. So why does Rashi choose the third mitz in that pasuk? So these are our questions. Question one, what's the connection between the first, two, between the first and the second part of Rashi? Question two, why does Rashi bring two rayas? Question three, why does Rashi choose these psukim? Question four, why does Rashi not use Vayamat's tal from Shaftim? Question five, why does Rashi bring Mishle before Yeshaya? Question six, why does Rashi bring Mitzapayim and not Mitzcholov? Or mitzdam, which are mentioned earlier, mitzaf, I'm sorry, which are mentioned earlier in that very same pasuk. The beer and Sifbez is going to bring the beer and he's going to say that Rashi is not coming just to translate the word venimtza. Because exactly, if Rashi was only going to translate the word venimtza, then he wouldn't have brought the second half of the pasuk. And maybe he would have brought different, a second half of the Rashi. And maybe he would have brought different psukim. Rashi has an issue. Uh, something, something is bothering Rashi about this pasuk. And therefore, Rashi has to bring these two psukim and explain Kaivesh Beisashchita, as we will see. Rashi kumpnit blaze uptight in the word Venimtza. Nar eich far entfirin ashayla was verdoin pasik. Rashi is coming to explain, to answer a question, a dilemma that arrives in this pasik, arises in this pasik. Venimtza is a lashin nifal. Vasmeint as das verd keton vi funzichalein. Venimtza is written in a passive form. Which means that it's something that's happening on its own. It's happening automatically. Then the blood is on its own becoming by itself, I mean, becoming extracted or drained 
onto the wall of the Mizbeach. Either through the Haktara, either through the, the burning on the Mizbeach, or, or through the nipping, through the severing of the neck, or something like that. Which means that what seemingly what's happening is, is the person, the Kayin, is doing the act of Malika. And because of the Malika, the blood drips by itself onto the wall of the Mizbeach. He's Nitmuvan, and this raises a question. We know from earlier in this parsha where he spoke about karmas, karban oila that comes from a behemah, as by karban oila, mina behemah, zene faran di avedis von shechita, zirikas adam, alamazbeach, unhaktor. There's three avedis, three rites, three tasks that have to be done. Shechita, slaughter, zirikas adam, the sprinkling of the blood on the mezbeach, and haktara, putting, placing it on the mezbeach, and having it burnt. Is the shaila. The Aved, the task of burning it and the task of slaughtering it. You find this a similar thing by the bird Ayla. But it's just that in the place of, of, of Shita there's Malika by the bird. But you have Malika which replaces Shita and you have Haktara. The bird is burned in the Mizbeach. But by the bird, you seemingly don't find an avayda, a task, a right that has to be done by the koyin to parallel, to mirror the avayda of hazoah, of sprinkling the blood on the mizbeach that was done by Elias Behemah. So this was bothering Rashi. Where by the bird do you see the avayda of hazoah? The river. Therefore, Rashi, in the second half of Rashi, tells us that the Vinimtza, the passive Vinimtza, the fact that the blood is draining out onto the wall of the Mizbeach, is being caused by a specific human action of a person and a, not just. The action of Malika, but a specific action that was done in order for the blood to drain out, which is Kavish, the act of pressing, uh, uh, pressing the, the neck of the bird against the, against the wall of the Mizbeach, which is similar to the Aveda, to the task, the human action that was taken by the Kayin to sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. So Rashi is in, is in, so according to the way that Rabbi explains Rashi, there's a huge chiddush here, and that is is that not by the Eila Sa'if, there is actually an avoid. It's not just something that has to be done because you have to have the blood on the mizbeach, so it happens by itself as the pasuk is v'nimtza. But rather, the kain has a, as an avoid to do similar to hazah, and the avoid is the avoid of kivisha, of pressing the bird against the wall of the Mizbeach, which causes the blood to drip out or to drain out. So also by Eil HaSa'if, there is three Avedis, Malika, Kvisha, and Haktara, which parallel the Avedis of Behemah of Shechita, Hazar, and Haktara. And this already answered our question, one of our questions. What's the, first of all, the first question, what's the connection between Kaivesh, which we'll actually understand a little bit better once we continue through the Sicha. But already he's addressing the idea that Kaivesh, the fact that Rashi addresses how it's done, is part of explaining the word Vinimsa. Because Rashi is coming to explain to us, where do you have the Avedis Hazar? And 
it's done through the Kaivish. This also will explain to us why Rashi chooses specifically these two psukim as proofs for the meaning of Nimtza. While in Zay is Mudgish as the Teichen from Nimtza meets is Farbundin Mitpula Saadam Kivisha. Because these psukim specifically are going to emphasize the fact that Nimtza is connected with Kivisha. That the squeezing out of the blood or the squeezing out of something else is connected specifically with kvisha, with pressing and squeezing. And he explains. First, we're going to look at the pasik, mitz cham lav yitzi chema mitz dam mitz af yitzi dam. From the unfind from pasik in Mishlei, if we look at the beginning of the pasik in Mishlei, one of our questions was why does Rashi not quote the earlier two mitzes? That are mentioned in that same pasuk. So when we look at the first beginning of that pasuk, mitz chalav yetsi chema or mitz af yetsi dam is nishkenai and didn't didan as benimza is it an eifin from kevish pesachita? You cannot use those words as a raya as a proof to hear that to this pasuk that the benimza is done through kevish through pressing. Varum sai chema fun chalav un sai dam fun af. Whether you're making butter out of milk or whether blood is coming from the nose. It doesn't come through an act of pressing or squeezing, but rather it comes through striking it or through beating it. I think in English there was a word churning, which would, uh, doesn't use it here, but which is how you make chema, which includes uh, 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 mixing or banging or hitting hard on the, the milk to separate the 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 chema what what will become chema will become butter from the actual milk um similarly a nose bleeds uh one of the ways if you bang if you if you punch someone in the nose or the nose it gets hit it could cause it to bleed it's not you don't squeeze the nose out to uh, to squeeze blood out of it and you can't squeeze milk to get to get a chema out of it, when you say to mizu, I'm all kumtas mizichalein. Sometimes it's through banging or churning. Sometimes it happens by itself. Chema shvim taruf in the mchalof. If you leave the milk out for a while, for too long, the uh, the 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 butter will float will float to the top. It'll it'll, it'll start becoming butter by itself. As gate blows from azle, falling from zichalein. Sometimes the nose begins to bleed by itself. Vimens at the pilot. We see in reality. Sometimes it just starts to bleed. So. In, in, in butter, by, to, to produce butter or, or blood from the nose, either it happens through banging it, through striking it, or it happens by itself, but it doesn't happen through pressing it. And therefore Rashi brings the end of the Pasuk, that when you press out the anger, it creates a conflict. Of strife, while dart is their meats, even zelben, even vikavish beisashchita, because over there the meats is similar or the same rather than the kavish beisashchita. Through a raised kivetchen, when a raised drikin lechutz dem kas, when you press out and push out the 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 anger into the into the outside of the person, yaitziriv that akrigerai this produces a fight and argument. So over there, mitzapayim is through pressing, through pushing it out. And therefore, mitzapayim specifically is the act of kaivesh, the act of pressing uh, the the beis hashchita, and therefore Rashi brings the raya from mitzapayim. The raya alena beredit maspik, but Rashi doesn't suffice with this raya because there is a problem with this raya. Varum der mitzpa payim is a peul lenit b'maisa. 
The pressing out the anger in mitzapayim in, 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 in mitzap is not a tangible act. It's not like actually pressing the bird against the, the, the Mizbeach, which is a practical, physical action. And therefore, Rashi brings a second Pasuk, that the milk, the milk or the time of milking has ended. Not, not the time of milking, the time of milk. Over there, mates is referring to the to the milk and butter which is being squeezed or milked from the sheep and the cattle. But does is an asiya, which is an act, practical, a physical action. And the milk is not being produced through striking it; rather, it's being produced through squeezing. When you milk a cow or milk an animal, you have to uh, press. Or squeeze on the udder and the or the teat and the, and the milk comes out. So therefore, it's an actual action that you're doing. So therefore, Rashi starts out with mitzapayim, which is an act of kaivesh of kvisha of pressing, but it's not a tangible action. And therefore, Rashi brings kefes amets. Uh, it brings a pasuk where it's referring to milk, which milk is done through physically pressing the the, the for the milk to come out. So then why does Kiefas Amates not good enough? Kiefas Amates seems to have both. Both it's Kivisha and it's practical, it's tangible. So, Rashi, so, the, so the Rebbe continues. But you, with that, the Kiefas Amates is not enough by itself. Warum? Dorten came and learning as the word mates is not madgish to pullas amitzitz gufa. Over there, the problem is, is that mates is not a verb. It's not the act of milking. Nor is blaze a toyar of an oyster recovered for the Tsenu Bakar, but as a pale yatesa from them was needs from the mates hall of a Over there, the word mates is describing the wealth of, of uh, the, the sheep and the cattle, which a result of which is that we could squeeze out from them milk and butter. The Pasuk over there, as I said before, earlier, is referring to the fact that the time of wealth. The time of, of plenty is coming to an end and uses the milk as a euphemism for that. So when he says mates, he means the, the abundance that they have of milk or of sheep and cattle as a result of which they have a lot of milk. Your mitz, your wealth and your honor, which you had through because of your sheep and cattle, that you're able to squeeze, that you're able to squeeze milk and butter out of it. So we see that the word mates is not the act of squeezing, but it's the milk that we have as a result of the squeezing. And therefore Rashi has to bring, and not just bring also, but bring at first, where mitz means the actual act of pressing. In other words, more important to Rashi than the intangible intangibility of mitz is the fact that mitz is the act, is a verb. It's the act of pressing. Mates is not a verb, mates is a result of the pressing. And therefore, we, Rashi does bring it because he wants to bring out that it has to be a tangible action. But he doesn't suffice with that. And Adarab, Mitzapayim comes first because he wants to emphasize the act of Kavish. So Rashi is telling us like this. Rashi is telling us that what does it mean, you have to do Kavish 
Kvisha. Because you have to have the Avedis Ha'azah, therefore you have to be Kvish, you have to press the, the, the bird against the Mizbeach. And to bring a riot to that, first he brings Mitzapayim, which is an act of Kvish. I should, maybe I shouldn't use the word act, but is the idea of Kvish. A person is pressing out his anger, expressing his anger. And then he brings the word Mates. Which which is which is more tangible, even though it's not a verb, it's not the act of milking, but it's a result of milking. But it still is something more tangible, and therefore he brings it as a backup, as a support to mitzapayim. Now, why does he not use vayametz tal? Seems like a good like a good word. Vayametz is the act of squeezing, and it's a tangible action. It seems to cover all the bases. Why does it actually not use the word Vayametz Tal, which is the Pasuk and Shaftim, which he also brings as a proof in Mishle? So that is what we're going to explain in Pasuk Dal, in Seif Dalit. The fact that Rashi does not bring the Raya from Shaftim, where it says that he squeezed out the dew from the piece of wool, which is a tangible action, is for following reason. In themselves, in Pasuk, Dart and Shaftim, Far, Divert, Vayametz Tal, in that Pasuk. Before, before the word Vayametz Tal, Shteit Vayazar Es HaGiza. Vosmeint Azerot Gikvetsh Tigiza. Vayazar Es HaGiza means he wrung out, he squeezed out a piece of wool. Virashi Zog, Dart and Loshen, Machbesh, Michvosh, Machbesh probably. That Vayazar comes from the same uh, 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 idea as pressing. So that means Vayozar is the act of Kvisha. He's moving as Vayomitz Tal versus Nachtam. So in that case, what does it mean Vayomitz Tal? So it's Vayomitz here is not referring to the Kvisha, to the pressing that's happening to the piece of wool. Nor to the Yitzia Satal from the Giza. Here Vayomitz is referring to the, to the dripping out or the, the, the oozing out of the dew from the piece of wool. That he was able to, to extract the dew from the piece of wool, and it filled up a whole bucket of water. So Vayomets in this Pasik is referring to the outcome, the result of the ringing out. Vayozar is the pressing, and Vayomets is the result that because he pressed, therefore he extracted the water, or drained out the water. Therefore it is not a perfect example to our Pasik. Because over here, Vinimitsa is coming to tell us that you have to actually press. Not that something else is, is being done, and because of that the blood is coming out. Vinimitsa means to press. The act of Kvisha. And therefore, Vayamet's Tal doesn't work because Vayamet's Tal is, the, is, is what happens after the Kvisha. So in that case, why does this work in Mishle? If, if Mishle, the word is meets, and he's trying to explain what the word meets is, and even Vayamet's Tal doesn't mean to squeeze, it means that what, ha what happens after the squeezing. So then, why does, how does Rashi use this same Pasik in Mishle as a Raya to meets? So he explains as follows. In Mishlei, Rashi is not coming to translate Mitzapayim specifically. Rashi is coming to translate the word Mitz, but in a way that would apply to all three Mitzes at once. Mitz Chalav, Mitz Af, Mitz Apayim. 
Was das is nicht in dem Eifen Apollo in dem Chalaf, the common theme between the, all the words mitz is not how what you do to the Chalaf, or af unapayim, or what you do to the nose, or you do to the anger. For By each of these, by the milk, by the nose, and by the anger, it's each expressed in a different way. What is the same in all three? What is the common theme in all three? and is the result of the action. The fact that it produces something, their meats, the juice, which in each case, either the chema, or the, either the butter, or the blood, or the fight. So the common denominator between these three words, meats, is that something comes from them. That when you that when you press them, or when you strike them, or when you hit them, or sometimes even by itself, something comes out from them. And in that case, Vayamitz fits perfectly. Vayamitz is also talking about the result of a squeezing, or the result of something. So in, in Nishlein, where Rashi is not trying to explain the word mitz, but trying to... Not trying to explain the word mitz, that it means to press out. But he's trying to explain the result of these three things. That something happens by all of them, which is that something comes out of it. It fits perfectly to use the word Vayamitz Tau, which is um, talking about the result. That if you squeeze something or press something, Tau would come out. Now, so now let's go back to what we started in Siv, in Siv Beis, going back to the word Kavish. Now it makes perfect sense why Rashi includes the Kavish in the same in the same Rashi as the proofs that he brings to this Psukim. Because the Kavish is relevant to the very thing that he's trying to explain. Not only is Rashi trying to translate the word Vinimtsa, but he also wants to tell us that Vinimtsa has to be done through the act of pressing. And therefore, Rashi has to right away say, because that's what he's telling us, that there, that there was a, 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 had to be an Aveda done by the Kayin, and the Aveda is the Aveda of Kvisha, of pressing, and, and this is what it means, Vinimtsa. Vinimtsa means the blood is extracted through the act of pressing. Sifei. In Sifei, he's going to ask the following question. Why is it not enough for Rashi to just tell us that an act is going to be done? In other words, Rashi wants that there should be an avoida that mirrors or, or is similar to the avoida Sazar. So why could Rashi not just tell us that it was done through an avoida of the Kayin? Why does Rashi have to tell us here that the avoida was Kivisha? In other words... The whole husband of the Sikha until here is that being that Vinimtsa is telling us that there had to be the Aveda of Kvisha, therefore he has to bring the Pasik Mitsapayim and the Pasik Hefasa Mates. Mitsapayim shows the act of Kvisha. Mates shows that it's not just an emotional thing, it's also a tangible thing. But this is all to bring the point of Kvisha. Maybe there could be a different, maybe it could be through striking, maybe it could be through hitting it. Why does it have to be Kvisha? That's what he's going to explain in Sifei, uh, uh, why it's so important uh, to Rashi to emphasize the act of Kvisha of pressing. Why does Rashi have to tell us that 
Why is it so necessary here for Rashi to emphasize the fact that the extraction of the blood or the, or the squeezing out of the blood was done through the pressing of the neck? And this is the fact that Rashi bring in Dalkadiz and Sukkim Canal, and therefore Rashi has to bring specifically these two Sukkim. Maybe it was done through a different act. Maybe there was a different act that caused the blood. It would still answer the question. You want to have an Avoida by the Kayin besides for Melika and Akhtara? Do have a different Avoida? Why the Avoida of Kaidish? And if that was the Avoida, why is it relevant here? We could answer this question based on what we explained over here, and that and Rashi wants the Avedis, whatever the Avedis is being done to extract the blood, it should be similar to Hazor. And he's going to explain that Dafka Kvisha works. Since Rashi is learning, he's teaching us. Avenimtza is replacing and therefore similar to the act of sprinkling the blood on Mizbeach. It makes sense to say that these acts would have a similarity amongst between them. And the similarity between between the between the hazor and the squeezing of the blood will only work if it's if it's an act of kivisha of pressing. Blood that comes that, that 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 runs out because it was struck because the nose was struck. Like we said, mitzaf yetsi dam is as nit peifin as the dam kumt keseda dechetai keseda dekapula. The blood doesn't continue to run based on a consistent or continuous act of the person. Sign clapping v'chulu is gaiden de aschalatz ayetsiya by striking the nose or hitting the nose. It causes the blood to begin to run. Fundem dam velchagaita nachmeat me'meshech zman and then the blood can continue to run for quite some time. There was one act that was done in the beginning. That caused the blood to start flowing or running, and then it continues to go for a while. Masha'in came by mashkim, was kumin But liquids that come through the act of pressing, for example, if you're milking a cow, is the hemshecha yitzia from their mashka, the continuous flow of the liquid, is a result of his continuous act of pressing. If you stop squeezing on the teeth of the animal, then it's, the, the blood will start coming out. Will, the, sorry, the milk will stop coming out. So, unlike that happens through one act, uh, milking happens through continuously through the continuous act of the person. When we bow, that's the Aveda from Venim Tzadom, is Bimakim Zrikev and since for the act of sprinkling the blood, it had to be constantly done by the Kayin. It wasn't one act that caused the blood to continue running, but it was a constant act of the Kayin of sprinkling. And Benimsa Dama is supposed to imitate that. And therefore, as she says, that also by Benimsa Dama, it had to be a continuous act. And the way to do that is through Kaidish, through Kavisha, when, through pressing and holding it down, uh, and continuously pressing, the blood will continuously run out, and that way is the only way that it could be bedoyma, similar to Hazar, which was a continuous thing that was done by the Kayin. So now, you have this, this beautiful Rashi, that every single Prat of the Rashi uh, 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 clicks into place. Rashi says, and he, and, and he comes to explain to us, you're going to think, that 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 that, that is missing 
is missing the act of Azor, I'll tell you, Benimtza, even though it sounds like it's happening by itself, really it means that, it, like Mitzapayim, or Ekefes Ametz, where you see that there's an act of Kvisha, and a physical act of Kvisha, not just an emotional act of Kvisha. Similarly, by Benimtza Domai, the Kayin presses the blood, uh, the bird, against the, uh, the Mizbeach, and therefore you have, an, uh, therefore you have, uh, an, an act, a human action by the Kayin that causes the blood to flow. And not only that, but it's so similar to Azor that it just that it's act, it's a continuous action. And now we understand why what Rashi is trying to tell us and why he structured the way he does, why he brings two psukim, why he brings these two psukim, why he brings the psukim in this order, and why right away after telling us the two psukim, he continues Kavis Pesachita, etc. Now in Sivav and Vaita, we're going to go to, to Yenish Altera. And the Yenish Altera is going to take us on this amazing journey that the Rashi has a whole other layer, not just one detail of Rashi, but the, the whole first part of Rashi. Actually, not the first part. Actually, both parts of Rashi are actually teaching us a personal lesson in our lives. And if you break it down, it's going to tell us three things. How a person comes to sin, to, to do an Aveda. How a person does tshuva, and why does the whole concept of sin even exist in this world? And all this is going to be learned from this Rashi that we just that we just learned these two lines of Rashi. You know what the Ramban says with regards to the Avedis, Avedis that are done. But this is Mechaper of an Adam, the Avedis that a person does with a carbon that are meant to atone for the person. As the man should have tracked, and the person should think to himself, that he sinned to his to Hashem with his, with his body, with his soul. And he's deserving that his body should be his blood should be spilled and his body should be burnt. But it's not; it's just the kindness of Hashem that took a, an exchange, a replacement. That he takes the blood of the carbon in place of the person's blood, nefesh tachas nefesh, and he takes the life of the animal of the carbon in place of the person's life. Which this is also the the deeper significance of burning of offering the fat and the blood of the carbon of the mizbeach. Chalev represents the person's enjoyment, fat. The, the, the blood represents the person's passion. And these have to be given away, offered on the Mizbeach, given away to Hashem. And therefore, at the conclusion of the first category of which are written in the Tater, which is the carbon even though generally there's a chattas and an asham, which are for forgiveness, for atonement, but also the carbon atones either for a person who missed, who skipped fulfilling a mitzvah, or a person who, who transgressed a love, a negative mitzvah, but it's a love that is dependent and connected to a mitzvah say to a positive mitzvah. For example, if a person steals, he has a mitzvah to return the stolen object, and therefore there's no malchus for this for this love, for this uh, leisasa, because it has an essa connected to it, and therefore the person has uh, to bring a carbon oila to be mechaper, to atone for these transgressions, either missing a mitzvah say or, trans or doing a love, a nitiglasik. 
So, so the carbon oil is also connected with atonement. So at the conclusion of the section that describes carbon oil in the Chumash, in the Torah, is Rashi Medaik by Vinim Tzadomoi, was in them, is the Iker HaKapora, that when it comes to the sprinkling of the blood, Rashi, which is the primary element of the atonement, Rashi points out, as Rashi specifies, as the Inyina Kapora from Karbin, by stating the Inyina Mitz Kivisha, that the atonement of the Karbin consists of the mitz, of the juice, of the pressing out, which spiritually represents the Iskafia and Bittl for the Metzius, his Iskafia and the surrender of his existence. When a person is Bittl in a state of of, of subservience, of surrender to Hashem, then the blood comes, the blood is extracted, which means, he drains out and, and removes the passion in worldly desires. So, before we even get to the, to, to the, to the, to the, to the Rashi, to the rest of the Rashi, Mitzapayim, there's a general idea here, and that is that that a carbon is about giving away the enjoyments and passions that we have to worldly matters that they should be given to Hashem. Therefore, Rashi says, how do you have kapara if a person doesn't have it through mitz, through kvisha, through through pressing out the passions that we have for tivis and giving them to Hashem? When the fire brings Rashi lost mitzapayim. Therefore, Rashi brings the Pasuk, Lashon Mitzapayim, that when them Inyin from Mitzapayim, Yetzirim, in this idea, Drik Tzich Ois Beremez, they're taken clearly from Achet, because this Pasuk expresses, at least in a way of a Remez, in a way of a hint, the whole idea of sin, Under Eifin Atshuve Kaparaf Achet, as well as how we are forgiven, and how we repent for an Aveda, Kidile Kamon, as we will explain in the next Sif. So not only is Rashi addressing the general idea that you have to have a skafia and bittel in order to be mechupar, in order to be uh, uh, forgiven uh, for your Aveda, but Rashi goes further to explain to us how did we get here in the first place? And how do we get out of this? And it's all hinted in the Pasuk Mitzapayim. Chazal tell us anybody who, is ang- who angers, who is angry, if he served Idols, if he worships idols. When a person is in a state of anger, it means that he's a Muna. Stopped. Because if he truly believed that this event, whatever is causing the anger, came from Hashem, then he wouldn't be angry. Kas expresses the, the, how he is severed, how he is separated from Hashem. It's as if he's serving idols. He, 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 he separated himself from Hashem. Which this is the, 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 the common theme, this is the key theme of every Aveda. In which we transgress the will of Hashem. Separates us from Elokus. Similar to the way it's done when a person worships idols. When you worship idols, it's very clear you're you're giving up on Hashem, Chas v'Shalom, and you're and, and you're worshiping an idol. But even when you do a different Aveda, which doesn't seem to be so terrible, but what you're doing is it's an Aveda, it's a transgression of the will of Hashem, and therefore you're you're, you're tearing yourself away from Hashem. So Where does it come from? It comes from the fact that a, that 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 a person is lacking a munah and he's separating himself from Hashem. So kas, in a way, is a is an example for all Avedis.
And thus is the Pirush Pnimi from Mitzima Kasa Mitzapayim Yitziri. Even this is the deeper meaning of the end of the Pasuk. That it says that through expressing anger, it could create strife or a conflict. When a person does Naveda, this creates a fight, a conflict with Hashem. When a person is, gets angry, this this conflict with Hashem is highlighted, is more is more emphasized. Only certain Avedis are compared to Avedis Zara. Most are not. Kas is one of them because Kas, you, this separation from Hashem is is emphasized. Therefore, the The riv happens by every aveda, but it's highlighted by by anger. So therefore, the pasuk says When a person expresses his anger, this creates a, a, a conflict with Hashem. But now on the flip side, when Ayid brings the carbon and does chuva for the Savera, the Pasik applies as well, but in the opposite way. Nordan, he does an anathem from Kavish Kasa. Here he's not expressing his anger, he's suppressing his anger. He's holding back his anger. Hanal. If there is anger, he is inciting the anger against the Yitzhar. More specifically, when a person gets angry, he can channel this anger to the Yitzhar. More generally, he suppresses and beats. Or, or, or the Yitzhahara, which brought him to transgressing the Abish's will, and to separate him, to become separated from Alakus. So now he creates a conflict with the Yitzhahara. So it started out if a person is angry, the Yitzhahara, this separates him from Hashem. But if a person does tshuva, then if he suppresses his anger and channels the anger at the Yitzhahara, then Yitzhahara with the Yitzhahara. Then he creates a fight with the Yitzhara, which is a good thing. When the Rebbe states the Apayim, and therefore it says Abayim in the Apayim in the plural, their cast, because it's, there's two angers. Their cast was bring the Manipent Nevis to Nakhman One is referring to the anger that causes a strife, a fight with Hashem. When their Kibush Akas, La Frushe, and the suppressing of the anger to separate himself from transgressing, which is the act of tshuva and bringing a carbon, which causes to be to, to be in a conflict with the Yitzhahara. There's two types of anger. One causes sin, and one causes tshuva, separation from sin, a fight with the Yitzhahara. We still have to explain the Pasuk Yefes Ametz in this context. How does the Pasuk Yefes Ametz, uh, uh, what does it add? So it's going to explain something very, very beautifully in Sivches. It's going to explain that, that mates, which means milk, milk is something that technically should have been Osir. And instead it's Mutter, representing the idea of transforming the negative into the positive. But let's see it inside. It's beautiful. It's but it's still a question. On his own, he is not capable of an Aveda. would say, not, not he wants to, nor can he sever himself from the Abishter. 
And the fact that a yid could succumb to doing an Aveda is as an for This is something that was ordained by Hashem. If we say that in the end, every yid, no one will be pushed away from Hashem, every yid will ultimately do tshuva, because the whole the whole sin is only ordained from Hashem, and ultimately Hashem is going to bring everyone back. So what's the whole purpose of chet? Why do we have to experience the descent and the concealment that happens because of sin, that we should have skipped the whole thing and gone straight to the good part? Therefore, Rashi continues that the second pasuk, which refers to the milk which was being extracted from the sheep and cattle. There is an advantage here. The Rashi is telling us that the reason why the Abyssal created the possibility of hate is because the, what that which is squeezed out, that which is extracted after the person sinned, and after the person did tshuva, is something very special, spe special, similar to milk. It's like milk, and it is for this reason, it's, it is for the milk that comes from the Aveira and the tshuva, that is why the Abyssal created the, even the possibility of an Aveira. There is a, a, an initial thought in Taira, it's brought in the Gemara, Gemara in Bukhairis, that Chalav should be Aser. Milk, even from a kosher animal, should be Aser. There's two opinions in the Gemara over there. One opinion is, is because the way the Gemara describes it is the blood of the, of the person uh, 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 in, in other words, this originates in the Gemara in Nida. The Gemara in Nida says that a woman who is nursing, who is breastfeeding, is considered Musulak as Dhamm. Why? Because how is the milk uh, uh, produced? Dam Nekar, the blood becomes spoiled, and that spoiled blood becomes milk. So therefore, uh, 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 if she's nursing, then there won't be Dhamm, and therefore she's a Musulak as Dhamm. So the Gemara in Bukhairis applies the same thing to a behemoth and says, if the behemoth is producing chalav, then uh, where is it coming from? It's coming from the dam. And if dam is osir, so then the chalav should be osir. Or there's another svar in the Gemara that milk should be osir because of ever menachai. It's something that's coming from a living a living animal. And so comes teira, and teira creates a chiddush. And tells us that blood, that, 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 that milk is mutter. The Gemara over there in Bukhairis actually brings a number of different ayahs to try to prove where do you see that milk is taka mutter. Where does Taylor tell us that milk is mutter? And the end is that the Gemara, one of the ayahs is from the fact that the Taylor says, Ere zavas vash. The Gemara says, a land flowing with milk and honey. The Gemara says, would the Taylor praise Eretz Yisrael with something that's awesome? So if the Taylor uses it to praise it, then clearly it's mutter to eat or drink. So what we have over here, we have something that seemingly should have been Aser. And Taylor comes and says, no, it's Mutter. This represents a Sabcha. The idea of something that should be Aser and it becomes Mutter represents a Sabcha transformation. 
And this can be applied also The fact that we're talking about a person that initially transgressed in Aveda and they created a, a little fight with the Abishtim. Then he had to suppress his anger and he had to get into fight with his order. Is to leave the meaning of his kafya It's all for the purpose of his kafya and the his hapcha, the transformation that happens. Iber machin the mraiv to transform the the bad into good. Tanya explains the pasuk that everything that Hashem did is for is, is, is for Hashem, even. A, a, a wicked person on his wicked on his on his evil day is also for Hashem. How is it possible? So the Alter Rebbe explains. Peter says Yashu Minishay. Abister wants the person to do tshuva. The Yasar Asher Lo Yim Ve'Elamayla, and he should transform his bad into light and into daylight. So Rashi is explaining to us in Yenis Shaltera that a person could become angry, and that is what leads to an Aveda. That's what that, that's this 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 gaiva, this cast, this lack of emuna leads to an aveda and yetsiriv, and it causes a rib with Hashem. But if a person is kavish kase and he's yagiz yetsetayv al yetsahara, he does tshuva, he does his kafya, then he creates a rib with the yetsahara. And that's how you that's how you get out of the aveda. But why why did Hashem create this in the first place? Because of this hafcha, because of the fact that a person who did an Aveda and does tshuva could transform the Ra into Tev. And this is the greatest Nachas to the Ebishter. Nachas Ruach Varan Ebishter. Another quote from Tanya. Things that are sharp or sour. But then they are seasoned and prepared properly. They become a delicacy that gives enjoyment to the soul. So the same thing, when we take the ra, something that's bitter or sharp, and we transform it into good, then this gives the Abish the greatest nakas, and it brings, the, the, that draws down the glory of Hashem in all the worlds. So not only did we learn a Gishmaka Pshat and Rashi, we learned a Gishmaka Yena Shaltera, that takes the whole Rashi, Kevish Pesachita, the Pasuk Mitzapayim, the Kevish Pesachita is the act of Iskafia. And the part, which is which is how what a person has to do in order to do tshuva, instead of becoming instead of being a, coming a carbon. That was the first part of Sif, of Sif Vav. And then in Sif Zayin and Ches, he explained the pasuk mitzvah paim. There's two types of anger: anger at anger at anger that causes a fight with Hashem, and an anger that that, 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 that it's a tshuva anger that call, that a, a suppression of anger or an anger on the itzara that causes tshuva. And then there's keves ames. This idea of milk, which represents the the transformation of bad into good, and this is the nachas ruach. This is the nachas of the Ebishter, and the, the transformation that causes is talik. The the that the Ebishter comes down into this world.